Amazon. Yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. Eva. Yes. I can't thank you enough for being here. Um, and we're here in Vancouver. We're shooting the movie Overboard. Yes. You're my boss. I'm your best friend also. <laughs> I'm your bossy well, best friend. Important, <laughs> but you still can't save me from my predicament. Um, but uh, Sim, oh, Sim has some really. He, before you got here, oh, he's running around in a oh, panicked God. state. No, go, do you need to plug the thing in? No, it's fine. Thing? You were talking about me. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but no, he, Sim was telling me that when you guys made Lower Learning um, a, a movie what 10 years ago yeah, maybe 2007 um that how he was singing he's been singing your praises since for, then yes i have been <laughs> yeah, since then i don't think i've ever worked with anyone more professional than you i will have to give you a compliment before I'm we not even start professional. she what did i do she you know it was a, it was a lower budget movie um <laughs> there was no reason for eva to be there but she liked the script and your agent, I don't know if he's still your agent, Jason Heyman. Is I, Heyman still your agent? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Heyman was my agent before the mass exodus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was very offended he didn't take me with him. I was like, wait, he took everybody else with him? No. We got the funding pulled from us actually a week before production because we lost our uh, lead actress at the time. And so, Ooh. oh, I shouldn't say it here on the air, but oh, okay. I'll tell you after. Just sign language it. Yes, yeah, so I'll yeah. write it down. Yeah. So once we lost her, the movie, we were in pre-production and they just pulled the plug. So we had to actually go in and tell everyone, guys, I know we've been working on this for a couple of months now, but time to pack it in. We don't have funding. It's not going to work now. Mm-hmm. And so everyone had to go home. The director, the other producer, Matt, who you also know, we went and got drunk at, the, at a hotel bar down the street in Burbank where mm-hmm. our production offices were. And then... We just said, fuck it. We're making this movie. We're going to figure out a way to make this movie. We got on the phone to Heyman, mm-hmm. and I said, Jason, I need a lifeline here. We need we need someone. Who do you have that's available? And he said, well, Eva Longoria is getting off of Desperate Housewives. She has a small little window here to mm-hmm. shoot in L.A. Do you think you can make it work if she likes a script? I said, oh, my God. The next day, that he is, said, yes. Yeah. You he are said, yes, huge the movie coup. was back on. I would be like... the movie was back on because of you so i thank you for that oh my god i never knew that story yeah yeah should have gotten more money (laughs) no we we didn't pay you um no but i love but you know what i love jason jason was a friend of mine biggs and ed helms was in it as well and so was uh, i know uh, and rob cordry monica potter it was uh no and the other guy married to Allie. um hayes MacArthur. yes yeah He's in Married it. Ali Larder, right? Yes. Uh, By the way, that DP did just did my a pilot I just did. Oh. And he was like, I was your DP on Lower Learning. I was like, oh, oh my God. That was like gorilla filmmaking. He, he really was. Yes. Anna. Oh wait, well, wait, you were about to get to the compliment part. Well the I just <laughs> Okay, she was she was so professional. I mean I I think the no, thing about you know what you told me? Uh, what? Um You were like Sorry, I don't want to rob you of the no, 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 don't you, you can say. Story. No, I just remember there was a day on set where you brought in a a coffee truck for the entire crew. Oh, that sounds like me. It was like so me. sweet. No one does that. No one does that. People the crew do that. was so. I don't. Do I was that. mostly selfish. I just wanted coffee, and I was like, "Oh, did did you guys want some?" <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. working late, and I don't feel like going to Starbucks. <laughs> I'm going to bring my own coffee truck. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I just kind of offered it this to the crew. This is why I love you. <laughs> I loved you from the second I saw you. From the second I, I oh. knew that you were going to be a part of our movie, I was like, I just want to grab her ass. And I just, and I hope that she's okay with it. I love my ass grabbed. Um, no, I've been in love with Anna Ferris forever. Oh, I was you. saying one of my favorite movies to quote is Just Friends. I love House Bunny. Everything. Oh my God, you're so kind. Everything. I was just watching House Bunny the other day. You were? Yes. Oh by the, and you look much younger now. Isn't that weird? Like when I saw you, really? I was like, oh my God, Benjamin Button. Go what on. happened? <laughs> yes, stop. It's this wonderful stop. miracle of healthy living that I've been subscribing to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I healthy live too. But Eva, thank you so much. So, um, dear listeners, here's where we are. We're in, not in my living room anymore. We're in uh, this weird hotel room up in Vancouver. Um, and uh, Eva and I are shooting the movie Overboard. Mm-hmm. And Sim and Amy flew up here. And uh, so we're podcasting from here. And I'm so this is exciting. I know. I'm excited. I want to. I want to like um. I want a series on the podcast. I want like my yes. own. Yeah. You, you yeah. can get it. You yeah. want your own segment? Like yeah, every I want my week? own segment. You sure. already I want have my own it. segment, and I want it to be about wine. <laughs> 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 Not so much about it, just me drinking. <laughs> um, do you remember the other day when we were talking a little bit about spirituality? Yeah. And I know I don't always delve that deep in this podcast, mm-hmm. but um. But you did kind of give me a little pause, like sort of with a little bit of like personal reflection, uh, because you said something like, can you imagine being somebody who doesn't believe that there's anything more powerful than themselves? Than themselves, yeah. Or imagine, I can't imagine a world in which I think I'm the end all be all. Like I have nobody to answer to. I have no higher power, spirit, being energy whatever so what is that for you do you mind well, my asking i grew up catholic so i'm super catholic i'm like uh uh you know your stereotypical latino like catholic guilt and <laughs> um but i was telling anna i was saying for me i it was like drilled into me i went to catholic school and then i went to i did my communion and my confirmation and like i did all the sacraments and all that stuff so it's drilled into you as a child and so now I remember in college getting a little away from it and then kind of coming back to it. And it, to me, like when I walk into a church, it just brings me home. Like I feel like it's home to me, but that's how I was raised. And I was telling you how when you walk into a church, it feels terrifying. (laughs) Like I'm going to screw up. I don't understand any of the rules because I didn't grow up in a religious household. And so, but I, but I'm, I'm kind of getting to the place in life where I, I'm, Searching, exploring. That's such a wonderful place to be uh, in spirituality, the curious space of like, what's that? I don't understand that. Like I I went through this phase, I was was telling you, and I took a theology class because I was fascinated with Buddhism and not that I wanted to be a Buddhist. I was just like, what is that? You know, and then I just wanted to learn about it. And then I learned about, you know, when you learn about all these other religions, it's like uh, different ladders to the same place. It's like, oh, okay, we all believe there's something else out there besides besides us. So I just thought it was so depressing to live in a world in which you're like, well, I'm I'm it. I uh, 
I'm pretty amazing. And if I do something wrong, then it doesn't really matter. I feel like that has sadly been the world that because because of I grew up with sociologists, I Mm -hmm. I told you. Mm -hmm. So everything the way I was raised, we sort of look at things analytically or whatever, but it didn't. um, So now I'm at this place where I want to feel a little more fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And truthfully, like meeting all these people that I've been doing on the podcast, there's a lot of amazing people that I really admire that have a deep sense of spirituality that I, I, so now I'm like, well, maybe I should, maybe I should like explore. Yeah. Think about something. That would be a really fun journey um, for your podcast to see what you learned. You know, like, you know, I, I I learned I'm going to die, but maybe (laughs) it'll be okay. I'll go somewhere. (laughs) Um, No, but I, or I'll be the ghost. You, yeah, you could stay here. I'll be the ghost. I'm going to be haunting you. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Hi, Eva. Why are you still there? (laughs) Just me again. (laughs) You want some coffee? (laughs) Yeah. No, I actually get fascinated by spirituality and people's belief systems because actually I, I recently got my master's and one of my classes was anthropology. And so like the study of humankind to me is so fascinating. And when you study humankind, faith is a big part of that, of our, of our history, of our, you know, we're tribal people, we're, uh, we hold on to culture, we hold on to language, like the, just the study of humankind to me is fascinating. And you can't really study humankind without exploring faith because faith is such a big part of the story of humankind. I mean, war, you know, look at all the wars started over religion and and territories. And But don't you think that, uh, like, I also view that as a gender difference. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if women ruled the world, yeah. there would be... Oh, Peace. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Dalai I mean, Lama says that. It's a, sim- it's a simplistic way. You to- and the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Anna and the Dalai Lama. Longoria, go on. (laughs) (laughs) You and the Dalai Lama have come to the same conclusion. Yeah, he said that. He said, because somebody said, would the next Dalai Lama be a woman? And he said, you you know, I mean, maybe it it would be great. I mean, he was like, it would be an amazing thing to have more women in in leadership. We talk a lot about on the podcast a bit about how like a pussy sort of controls Mm -hmm. like everything. But sadly like the desire for pussy sadly i hate it that i sort of put it in those base terms yeah but but that's what it is uh-huh. that's what it feels like to me um is that like sort of like the misogynistic desire for sim is like oh god he's sweating no, you don't, you don't. <laughs> do you agree with i this, agree sim? with you i do agree with you though i mean i, uh, fi- I do now what? After working with Anna for this long and working with women, and I said this before on the podcast, I would much rather work with women. Yeah. It'd be so much, it's, everything would be so much easier. Yeah, yeah. But you never fully give me the satisfaction of that. Because when you say that, you're like, they get things done. You're like, they're no. on time. Like, they... That's, oh, come on. A little bit. I'm not saying that women are... Re- yeah, they're reliable, sure. But they're also incredibly intelligent. They're strong leaders. I like working with them. Mm-hmm. Being honest. I, I, I love that. I love that. Okay. No, I. Why am I? She doesn't like, believe me. No, I'm like all bristly. I'm like, oh, <laughs> women are women are amazing. No, I be. I think I agree with you. Women, I, I do. You know, I'm I'm a big political activist too, and so I try to 
search for women who want to be part of that political process, which is automatically a male world, not because not because, you know, it's supposed to be. It's just dominated by by men. And so um, I feel like if we had more female politicians, you know, a seat at the table, you know, when people are talking about women's health care and there's not a woman at the table, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, when you're talking yeah. about childcare and there's not a woman at the table, you know, so I just think it would be a very different a country and world to um, have more women in, in political power. We would definitely like, I think, protect our boys. Well, they, you know, who was it? I don't remember who said it. It was a Deepak Chopra or, or I don't know, somebody smart, right? <laughs> Where they said, um, if you give a man money, he will spend it on himself but if you give a woman money she'll spend it on her family and so if you think of that one family at a time well and that's about like yeah sorry i didn't yeah. I mean to cut you off but the like the idea of microloans yeah uh, microloans yes and mm-hmm. how um that has that will hopefully mm-hmm. sort of improve the conditions for a lot of people's lives yeah. because mm-hmm. my my foundation gives microloans to women and they're paid back at like 99%. Um, and there'll Can be I? as small as $25 to $50 to, there's a woman in Venezuela, a really huge success story. She's like the Hanes. She made, she used to make underwear and, and bras, but she would sew them. She would go get a microloan for $25, buy material, sew some things, sell it, go back, get a microloan for more money to get more material. She'd sew, and she she built her business. Now she's like the undergarments of Venezuela or whatever. And you're like, that... That is amazing. Is a story. Yeah. That is... Yeah, yeah. That That's the power of a small amount of money mm-hmm. that can do a lot of good mm-hmm. in the right hands. Mm-hmm. Um, good for you, Eva. You're an inspiration to me. <laughs> you are. And when we've been working together, you crack me up at oh. like seven in the morning. <laughs> I get to squeeze your ass, and anytime my ass is available, we are having. I have to tell, dear listeners, we're having a. Sim is looking at me like, don't you say this. <laughs> but we are having a little bit of a, a printing issue. A printing issue. <laughs> We have. Um, Why don't you we email have some it to games me. Um, for you? Yeah, no, we have some fun things happening. I think yeah. they're, it's being taken care of right now. I just wanted things Listen, to happen on time. That was very calm. You said that doing a in great, a very calm <laughs> way. Uh, but you, you two are doing a great job filling. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. He hasn't listened to a fucking word we've, I, we've said. said. You guys were yeah. talking about how yeah. great women are. Uh-huh. And I agree. <laughs> and how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Oh, God. Liberal, like, bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> What games are we going to play? We're going well, to play one game. Oh, actually, we have a we have a couple of fun things lined up for you. I think okay. you'll I think she'll you'll have fun with them. Okay, yeah. she'll let me. Uh, wait, I, I'll let her have fun with it. Or I think she'll have fun with it. Oh, uh, yes, yes, I yeah. hope so. I have because fun. I will be in pain. <laughs> <laughs> what time do you have to leave? By the way, um, now in about five minutes. Okay, but <laughs> great. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I have to go watch Wonder Woman. What time is it? Seriously? No, I'm just kidding. No, we have a I dinner really, at six. I know. We have a dinner. I just would love to just take a shower before then, but that's okay. it. What time is it now? <laughs> we got you for four hours. <laughs> no. You don't understand my process, okay? <laughs> you don't understand my process Listen, to get ready. I need, uh, I need a break too. <laughs> How long does it take you both to get ready? Well, I need a nap. That's more important. <laughs> I know. Me too. I might take that now. I'm ready for um, a nap. Well. I'm exhausted. No, me? I mean, it depends. Like... 
I'm not impressing anybody tonight. Yeah. So 10 minutes. 10 minutes? <laughs> so you can shower good, and get ready in 10 minutes? Yeah. I mean, I, wow. if my hair is wet, you know, like it'll dry eventually. I'm a good uh, hour. I'm a good uh, What do you do? Do you put makeup on or anything? Yeah. Well, if I put makeup I'm not on. not well, clearly, because I tried to do it this morning and it's probably looking... I you look very cute. Well, we should. By the way, Anna looks so charmingly disheveled every time (laughs) I see her. But like in that way where I I, I'll try to get that hair texture (laughs) and that smudgy eye that you have, and I'm like, can't. Well, I can't do it. No, it's uh, (laughs) a wonderful process of sloppiness. Uh, No, um, no, we we've been working late. Nice. I know. Yeah. I don't and I like should it. tell our list. You, yeah, but I, I've been finishing like at midnight, so I'll go in like at, at noon, and I finish at midnight. I'm like a happy camper. It was really charming to see you guys um, from the window scene that we did last <laughs> night. So fun to see all of you guys playing poker. Oh, um, in the warmth as you're freezing outside I, the door. Yeah, but but not that bad, not that bad. But have you been enjoying this whole movie? I do. You know, every time Anna and I have a scene together, we just want to make it bigger and longer. (laughs) I know, and I always want to grope her. I want to grope you. Do you? You must evoke that feeling in everybody. By the way, Oprah did that. Yeah, when Oprah, when the first time I was Oprah, Oprah groped me, or I groped Oprah. I can't remember. I bet she picked me up. She picked me up, and she's like, "I just want to pick you up," and I was. I was like attached you to Oprah's hip. have that feeling. Like yeah. people do want to do that to you. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Mel did it last night too. The guy who plays my husband, he just picked me up and he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, I love you too. Oh Aww. my God. It's a great quality have. What? Your spirit I'm a, yeah, my spirit animal's a monkey. I don't mean to defend any Native American people saying that, but because apparently we can't say spirit animal anymore. Oh, really? Oh, we can't? No. No, What? Yeah. Isn't that used like on, on Instagram every day <sighs> by people? I don't know. That's Somebody weird. should tell us why we can't say that. Yeah. I I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. By the way, I love should. these fuzzy microphones. It I just know. makes me want to make out with it. Do people do boop, Everybody boop, else boop. do that? How many people have done this on this particular microphone? No one else. That's a fresh mic for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now we're going to go into a segment called Deal Breakers. Deal Breaker. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, we have to imagine you're single. Oh, okay. All right, so this is like okay. in your dating world. Yep, yep, I had those moments. Okay, first one. He doesn't want you to wear deodorant because he loves to smell your armpits after a workout. After a workout? Um, you just, yeah, no, that's probably a deal breaker. Hygiene's a deal breaker. That's, that's a little weird. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seems like a bit of fetish. No, no, no. Are you, you would, you would do that? Well, we've you talked about that? it. Anna, can you, can you, you, would you mind sharing what you shared with us when we were prepping I, earlier? I, you don't I, wear deodorant. I do. I, I'm obsessive about deodorant. Okay. Because I never want to smell, but I do. Chris <laughs> does not mind when I'm a little fragrant. Yeah. Yeah. And a little ripe. When yeah. A little ripe. Yeah. He sure doesn't mind it. Yeah. And, it's a little weird to me, but I I love it that he <laughs> that he is loves accept- it. Yeah, I yeah. love it that he's accepting of yeah. Anyway, I, I don't think it would be. I don't think it's weird if it's like, oh, I love you so much. I don't care how you smell, but like to say to request it is a that's the strange part. You probably. yeah, you might be right. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a, it might be. A but I am like super. I am always um, super conscious. I tried to switch to a non toxic. Um, 
deodorant, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the crystal rock. Yeah, like one yeah, of the, yeah. I don't even remember. And it was just like sweaty. It was like wet. And I kept going, I'm sorry, do I smell because I'm trying a new deodorant? And then, and then I would go to the next person. I'm like, I'm sorry, if I smell, it's because I'm trying to. I, like I told tw- 20 people a day and they were like, and somebody texted me the day, how's the new deodorant going? And I was like, oh my God, did I tell you that too? Like I, I had to stop with the, I just went back to the toxic stuff because yeah. I was hypersensitive about it. I'm like, do I smell? Do I, I smell? Yeah. Do I smell? Guys, do I smell? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> Nobody says shut up to you. People, people do. People if they do, do I'm going to punch mm-hmm. him with mm-hmm. my little weak fist. <laughs> okay. Number two, he doesn't like watching movies with subtitles because he doesn't like reading. Oh, my! See, my husband. I know it's hard to imagine this um, we, single. We had a long, yeah, because my husband's Mexican, so he prefers subtitles because sometimes he doesn't. Especially if the if the film is like English from England, I prefer subtitles with like English speaking, <laughs> like, right? like, like American. Not, yeah, like I watch Netflix with subtitles. With subtitles, on. I love subtitles, and I watch a lot of foreign stuff. So I'm, I feel like my subtitles are just always naturally on. Um, yeah, so... It's a deal breaker? Yeah, it'd probably be a deal breaker. Yeah. I like subtitles. And who doesn't like to read? Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, that was the other darker issue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. He only wants to have sex blindfolded because it heightens. uh, Oh, deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to finish that. Deal breaker because I, I think visual... Is important. So wait, You're is he blindfolded on? or I'm blindfolded? <laughs> I'm like we phrased it as though he was blindfolded. <laughs> oh no, I want him to see me. I'm amazingly hot. So <laughs> fuck yeah. Hello, yes, dude. Definitely. Hello. Yes. No, no, I think that's. Um, I don't like any of that weird fetish stuff. Like, oh, I like to be spanked, or like all of that stuff is. <laughs> I like a traditional guy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Cowgirl behind whatever. Whatever. <laughs> right? just, just the regular stuff. <laughs> Spinning helicopter. Normal yeah. stuff. Normal stuff. Yeah. Lights on. I love it. Okay. He doesn't celebrate any holidays, including birthdays. Oh, deal breaker. I celebrate, you know, flag day. Like I, I lo- any excuse for a party. Well, our caveat to this was uh, to him, every day should be a celebration or no day should be a celebration. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I have a friend dick, I have a friend who's um, who's Jehovah, and so she doesn't celebrate birthdays. And I'm always like, happy birthday. Oh, sorry. Happy, happy Tuesday. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's right. She doesn't celebrate birthdays. But um, yeah, I like celebrating everything. Don't you? Or no, you're like, you no. don't care. You don't care? No, no, no. That's not true. I, I do. I like, I, I love celebrating things. It's just, I hate, um, I hate the pressure sometimes oh. that holidays, holidays put on you. Yeah. Holidays different. Including birthdays. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I, it, I like, I, I feel 
I've just found in my past that a lot of times when you put that much pressure on something, mm-hmm. you're bound to be a little disappointed. Mm. But pressure on what part of it? I guess the like with, with birthdays, it's sort of the celebration of you. It feels like, um, shouldn't this be grander or like are my my friends didn't like tech like you know what I mean like that kind of stuff and um and then holidays um I guess my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving oh mine too right it's just about the feast and the yeah it's about the family gathering yeah Yeah, I do like it I, I did go through this phase after after housewives exploded or whatever where I felt like Christmas people expected better gifts <laughs> because yes. you know what I mean like I was yeah. there like where's my car and I'm like yeah. no I don't you like the scarf I got <laughs> um but that could have been my own projections like I, I'm not saying anybody asked me for a car but um I that's why I think I lean more to Thanksgiving because there's no gifts involved yes mm-hmm. yeah it, yeah the the I don't know holidays in general mm-hmm. are a little rough I do love Super Bowl and I know that's not yeah, a holiday. No, but, but that's, I think that's I'm my favorite you, one. Super Bowl, Fourth of July, like those. Really, Fourth of July is pretty good. But then you gotta like figure out where to park for the oh, the explosions yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I just want to be rich enough so I just have my own explosions. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think you're rich enough. To have yeah. Your Fuck you. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love fireworks too. Oh fireworks. yeah, I do too. But you can also please feel free to tell my dear friend sim to fuck off i'm sorry i did that i did it preemptively and i shouldn't have no you real but here's the thing you wanted to get out of the way soon like quickly now I it's out of the way so. what but i was also mad because you told me that i was rich enough to have my own why were you why would you be mad about that I, what you said I'm wasn't embarrassed. true <laughs> 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 that's funny uh. that's hysterical he does he makes me mad we've known each other for so long yeah He's a dear, years. yep. Oh wow. Um, okay, he tells you he has never he he tells you he has never gone down on a woman before. Oh, um, you can you could feel free to ask a question or two if you right, want to. Right, right. So meaning he doesn't know how to, or he doesn't like it, or he doesn't think he'd be good at it. Yeah, then then he probably isn't. <laughs> <laughs> So is that a deal maker? <laughs> you know, I don't know about that what, one. What, I feel like you could coach him. Yeah. I feel all women can coach. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I feel yeah. like all women can coach. I don't know if it's a deal breaker because for me, I'm right? like, I don't really. That's how I felt. Yeah. It's the same thing. It felt like, like there's a coaching up. It's yeah. a teaching opportunity. There's right? a teaching opportunity, but also that's not the end all be all. Like it's not. Right. That's not. That's, that's not, so true. It's not like that's your whole sex life. Right. And I'm not like... There are other more important things in the sex life than what that. What are they? Um, girth, width, <laughs> size, length, weight. Uh, no, <laughs> But do you, do you subscribe to the idea that um, size doesn't matter? Hmm. No. I mean, I think there's a size for you. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't subscribe to the bigger the better. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true either. <laughs> I, but dear listeners, Eva just like <laughs> extended her arms out like she was on the Titanic. <laughs> Bring it on! Like no, no, 
No, no, no, no, no. I think there's, I'm like Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, that was, remember that episode in Sex in the City when uh, Samantha was like, I didn't like him. He was too small. I didn't like him. He was too big. And, and Sarah Jessica goes, what are you, fucking Goldilocks? <laughs> like, Goldilocks? Uh, um, okay, he has a belly button ring. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I dating a gay man now? What is happening? Yeah, just no, Bobby deal breaker. <laughs> that that is indicative of so many other things. Like what? So many other issues. Like what? Like sexuality. <laughs> I think I think he'll be questioning sexuality. Um, and then a pain tolerance of like kinky stuff and blah, blah, blah. like yeah, it's just like that's a rabbit hole. I was thinking hole. that it could also be. Wait, does Chris have his belly pierce? Is that what you're asking? No, 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 no. <laughs> I asked her about that earlier. I was, I was thinking that um, that that idea sort of lended itself to like, like this was a mis- not maybe not maybe a mistake that someone made, but the idea that uh, I'm going to own. Like like a like a tattoo that you regret, yeah, or something that that it's like okay, mm. yeah, this is the thing that I got. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, all right, you're definitive. Nope. <laughs> I love it. Okay, for the second date in a row, he tells the waiter it's your birthday. Um, to get oh, oh wait, so wait, we wait. can get a free dessert. Free dessert. Wait, wait, wait. I have to phrase this better. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this is the second time on a great date. Mm. And he tells... I don't know. There's something that could be funny about that. I would need to give it like a third or fourth date. What if he does well, it on we the debated fourth... about yeah. that. Yeah, what if he does it on the fourth date? Yeah, then it's... then it's uh, Okay. Third date? Yeah, no. I mean, but like once dates, or twice, fun- like, it's oh, funny, it's, it's funny. Cute. That's funny. That's cute. You did that again, that thing. <laughs> but like then the third time's like, oh, that thing. Then the fourth time you're like, please stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, especially if like that kind of thing draws so much attention too. Yeah. Especially to like if being in the light. I don't know. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It may for me. I actually hate that singing at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. I'm like high hide under the table. Oh and, my god, it's the worst. Yeah, I'm um, like, like like the whole like and you're like, oh my god, are we at Olive Garden? And then people are in the, in the restaurant are forced to a, a clap. Applaud. Or, yeah, applaud. It's just oh, no. I want to die it. a slow death when that happens. Um, okay, so should we do a how would yeah, you let's proceed? Do it. If you want to pick one of them or you want to do both, it's up to you. How would you proceed? Oh. <laughs> you know which one we both like. Okay. Your agent calls you and says that Johnny Depp wants to meet with you about his newest project, a film that he wrote. Mm. You arrive at the Chateau Marmont to meet him for drinks <laughs> that I night. Go there. Oh, oh, that's my spot. I like it too. I'm, <laughs> I live right there. Don't I? You live there? I live right at like... Um, Good tell. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. tell everybody. <laughs> tell everyone your address. <laughs> Let me tell everybody. <laughs> he tells you that he is a huge fan and he wants you to co-star with him in the film, um, in this film. Mm. The project uh, has been a labor of love mm-hmm. that he has spent t- ten years working on. I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I'm just so appalled about what I'm about to say. Um, he says, "Ever since I saw you in Frida and Blow, I knew you were the only woman for this role." <laughs> Okay, so that's two different actresses. <laughs> so what's the question? Just how would you proceed? Oh, well, I would be like, oh my God, I, I wasn't in Frida. That was Salma Hayek. 
Um, and I wasn't in Blow. That was Penelope Cruz. But um, do you still want to be part of the <laughs> Do you still want me? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I want to fucking bone you. And Are you hitting you on go me? Upstairs? <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah. John, see, I think Johnny and I would be friends because we both like wine. Um, oh my God. Well, first of all, I love Johnny Depp as an actor. So I'd be like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan of yours. So we should totally keep talking. Um, yeah, I'd love I, that. Yeah. I just, I got to tell you though, I I loved you and Frida. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't in Frida. I saw Frida, but I wasn't It in. was good, right? It no, was so it was, good. Salma Hayek. Was, I mean, she was like, like the way the eyebrows... Dude, yeah. I mean, that's like you, you, what you did was such a brave choice. Yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was so. It was brave. It was brave. It was brave of her for yeah. sure. It was brave of Salma Hayek. I love it when actresses like sort of do biopics. Yeah, and you've done I a lot. You've done a lot of biopics. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. Yeah. You want yeah. some wine? <laughs> Um, yes yes i do also yeah. i gotta tell you i need to catch up what you did in blow was <gasps> oh so yes. good i don't think i was even an actress when blow came out that's how old it is yeah but what you did though mm. like it literally yeah, you blew, were in blow it blew by me the way. away but you were in blow yeah but what you did <laughs> it it blew me away yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah and like i just love I love it when somebody can be raw, you know, and oh, yeah. just like yeah. what you've done. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think Penelope Cruz was pretty raw. In That's that movie. not as good as you. Yeah. Well, not as good as you in that movie, you know, well, yeah. no way. I mean, if I had ever done that role, like, yeah, I would have done it similar probably. Yeah. With an accent. No, maybe. but you were great. You were well, so good. You were great. That's you why I really wanted to meet with you. Yeah. You. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it. Like, I wouldn't request this meeting here at the Chateau, like, yeah. if I didn't believe in your past work. Oh, thank you. So what? So you're going to direct this? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to direct it. And, and you wrote it? Yeah, I wrote it. Yeah, and what's it about? Uh, well, it's about, it's sort of like a, it's a combination of, uh, I, I want to like, because I've always like lusted after uh like women in general, you know, but like, um, like, I, so I, but especially mm. artistic women, mm, mm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm. So, um, you're an architect, you know what I mean? Archetype. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I imagine like you're building, um, I don't know, like, uh, like Atlantis, you know? Oh, oh, I'm a, literally an architect. Yeah, in, in the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I got it. yeah. And like, but it's sort of out of out of cocaine. Oh. And uh, we hang a lot of your artwork like all over this crazy resort, you know. Yeah. That yeah. It's in the middle of the ocean, and I don't know. I just when as soon as I wrote this, I was like, oh man, there's only one woman for the job, and that's Penelope Cruz <laughs> or Salma Hayek. A woman with vowels in her name. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, me. That's me. Eva Longoria. Mm, so see, that's what I'm talking about. When you put that spin on your name like that, yeah. that's what I'm like, oh, yeah. That's yeah. what that reminds me once again why I wanted ethnicity. Yeah. You. 
for the role. Also, I uh, I got the penthouse. I don't know if you want to talk about mm. the role further. I yeah. <laughs> I I'm gonna have to go because I have an early call. But oh, we should totally dude, keep talking. Dude. We should get, is Heyman your Heyman your agent? So we should, <sighs> yeah, yeah. But, we should um, for sure keep talking. And when sure it becomes, you gotta go. I gotta go. I know. What time is it? So Man. late. I know. Have you ever been up there before? I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah. With mm, who? No party. A party. Party. A event. Uh, yeah yeah that's cool yeah i'm sure you've been up so, there a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i sure have yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that johnny depp is like a casting couch guy <laughs> yeah yeah he's yeah. gonna be on the podcast soon let's <laughs> 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 do the game We'll do the right. game, then we'll do uh, two calls, and then we can wrap it up after that. I do have to tell you, dear listeners, I think that, no, it's gross if I say that I may have been ill the last couple days, but whatever. Nobody wants to hear that. Just I just feel it. like, I know, but I feel like if you I... You want to talk about it. I really have painted myself into a corner. <laughs> um, okay, let's do the game. Let's do the game. Okay, so we need a couple of buzzers here. No, so- I... Did I tell you that I may have been a little sick? Yeah, you think you told me that, yeah. but, but what, did you, what does that mean? Well, it means that I feel a little bit like I'm phlegmy. Oh, yeah, you said you had a strep throat. throat. That you had a strep throat um, scare. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I'm like, as I listen to my voice on the... Oh, that's better. Okay. Um, on the... Like, I'm like... Oh, you sound phlegmy? I don't so think excuse so. Excuse me. What is this? Okay, those are, that's your buzzer. It's a toothbrush inside of a, a glass. Does it make a noise? Perfect. Yeah, and your buzzer is a pen so Eva, with a wine glass. Oh, we play games on the podcast, but I have... Uh, Anna's record is now 2 and 10. For winning? Games, yes. Okay, good. So she's not doing great. Okay, great. You did win last time, so you do have a winning streak happening right now. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So let's see how you do here. Oh, this is a game called Celebrity Name Game. Oh, God. So, um, so both of you have names that are mispronounced all the time. Oh, yeah. And do you get Ava? Yes, all the time. Because Ava Mendez is Ava. Right. She goes Ava. But people go Ava thinking they're saying my name in Spanish, and they're not. It's because it's Eva or Eva, but it's never Ava. It's never Ava. It's never with an A. So I just go, no, it's with an E. Eva. How do you mispronounce Anna? Well, Anna. They go, Anna? Anna. Who says Anna? Anna? I mean, a lot of... And it's my parents' fault. Yeah. You know, I blame them. Anna. Because I think that if it was A-N-A, uh-huh. then it would be easier for uh, people. You know, Anna. Anna. Yeah, but A-N-N-A sounds like, you know, spells like it's Anna. Okay. Yeah. Explain so the... people yeah. mispronounce celebrity names all the time. This is a very easy game. I'm going to read the celebrity name, and you're just going to tell me how you pronounce it properly. Oh, shit. Okay. This is going to be bad for me. Here's how you do it, though. Here's I'm going to just give you three movies, and then you're going to tell me who the actor or actress is. Oh. uh, Who's in all three of those movies? Yeah. Got it. Or two movies, depending on the question. First one. Here we go. And you guys have your buzzers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Our buzzers are consistent of... A pen with a wine glass? A toothbrush? Eva has a toothbrush. My child's toothbrush with a water glass. (laughs) Here we go. First question. Monster, Mad Max, Young Adult. Eva. Charlize Theron. Incorrect. 
Anna. Charlize Theron. I'm going to give it to you. Ooh. It's actually Charlize Theron. I don't yeah. think I deserved it. What did you say? Theron. Was it close? What do you, what did you judges? What I do you said, think? I said. You said Theron. Theron. Yes. You said Theron? You said th- it's Theron. Yeah, you got Anna that was, right. I think you got it right. Yeah, I think close. You got it. All right. It's yeah. one nothing Anna. Yeah. Second Sorry, question. you're coming over to my hotel room and I, <laughs> I love school you. <laughs> no, but that was hard. That I was, was like, Charlize. That was a tough one. But Second question. Precious Empire. Ooh. Eva. Gabby Sibide. Try it again. Gabby Sibide. <laughs> is it Ga- Gabrielle? Are you talking about her yep. full name? So you can say this, the last name is fine. Gabriella. Gabrielle. Say it again. Gabrielle. Gabrielle Sibide. Nope. Gabby Sibide. It's Gabby. I've worked with her. Which is, is which is really disappointing that you mispronounced <laughs> the first name, not even the last. You, yeah, you mispronounced uh, the last name as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gabriella Sibide. Gabadoo. Sibadoo. The correct answer is Gabaret Sidibe. <sighs> Gabaret, oh, Gabaret, 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 Sidibe. You, you were saying Sidibe. I was saying Sidibe. Yeah. yeah. It's Sidibe. Sidibe. Yeah. Oh. Yes, it's depressing. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry, Gabby. But I call her Gabs. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Exactly. I got it right. Third question My father, the hero, green card. Oh, come on. You are the dude who knows everybody. Like you're the my statistic man, the hero. My father, the hero, with Katherine Heigl, and this French actor played her father. He was also in Green Card. Come on, Gerard Depardieu. Yep, you got be- you got to buzz in. Gerard Depardieu. I'll give it to you. Right. Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, it's actually Gerard Depardieu. So you were correct. Depardieu. I was a little off. Yeah, I think she was off too. <laughs> All right. Well, then we're not going to give you credit. <laughs> it's still one. By the way, Anna. that's not what he's most known for. What is he most known for? Um, the other movie, Catherine Heigl. Really? Does anybody know a Catherine Heigl movie? Um, the um, what's he's most famous for? The French movie with or Andy McDowell, the movie with Andy McDowell. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, what was that movie with Andy McDowell? Come on, Green Sam. Uh, uh, Andy McDowell and Gerard Depardieu. I can't remember it now. Depardieu. You're sure he's in this a movie is... with Catherine Heigl? And that's not Gerard Butler you're thinking of? Yeah. No, no. Well, I think Gerard Butler was in a movie with, with Catherine Heigl. She, he was. <laughs> he like a was. soccer movie or something. Didn't he do a <laughs> soccer movie? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, Ger- Ger- Gerard Butler. Jared Butler. That's another one. By the way, I did yeah. a game where you had to spell names, and they gave me Matthew McConaughey, oh, no. Jake Gyllenhaal. No, no. no way. Jake Gyllenhaal. No way. Spell oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. No, nope, I will not. <laughs> I'm like, can I buy a vowel? Like, it was no. so hard. I fucked that one up. Nope. I would right. hate that. I hate spelling. I hate, I hate pronunciation games. I hate this whole thing. I hate this podcast. <laughs> okay, we only have four questions left. Okay, go. I don't think you're going to get this one. Oh, gosh. Okay. Wonder Woman, Keeping Up with the Joneses. Eva. Gal Gadot. Incorrect. Anna. Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gal. Gal Gadot. It's actually Gael Gudot. Fuck. Huh? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gael Gal Gadot. 
gal, gal but it gal. is gal 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 but i you, said but gal. what did you say totally got that one i said gal godot yeah godot, but no it's godot godot oh sims yes. being a dick you got that I'm one being, no she didn't get that one no i didn't all right, get all right, it. the whole, the whole right. point of this game is pronouncing it correctly. i thought it was godot i thought the uh, like, i thought the t was silent and you're saying it's not it's not yes interesting yeah. interesting i'm not that familiar with israeli names <laughs> hmm Six. The question number six. This sucks for me. Strip tease, G.I. Jane. Eva. Demi Moore. Incorrect. Anna. Oh, gosh, I'm going to go with Demi Moore. Wait, say the first name again. Demi? Say it slowly. Demi? All right, I'll give it to you. It's Moore. Dummy Moore. What did I say? Demi. Oh, it's Dummy? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> I knew the pressure was on, man. Dummy. Fucking sucks. Last Dummy. More. What's the score? You have a score check? Yeah, Anna's winning uh, two nothing. Oh, well, then she's going to win this one. Last one. No, no one's going to get this one either. Borat, the dictator. <laughs> no one wants to buzz in, Eva. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha. Right? We'll just finish it. <laughs> Oh, God, now I forget. Sasha Baron Cohen? Incorrect. Anna. Sasha Baron Cohen. Say the first name again. Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha? Sasha. Baron Cohen. Cohen. Incorrect. It's actually Sasha. Sasha. No! Sasha, you were right. None of us are going to get that. No, wait, where did you get your information? I'm going to work with him. Yes, I worked with him for like five fucking months. Well, you should call him and ask him what his name is. I worked with Isla and she's like, well, Sasha, Sasha, so. Yeah. Isla was on our podcast and she said Sasha. Mm. That's in her Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sasha, Sasha. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's it's... take a five minute break. We'll do calls. <laughs> Anna, you win. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. You have to have Felicity on here. Felicity Huffman, have you done Flicka? No, she's I would great. love that. She's, she's great. Awesome. I would love that. Um, she has a blog called What the Flicka, and it's like a mom blog, and she posts really funny shit. She has coffee, coffee mugs that say, I can't adult today, and it's not not wine. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, she's like really cute stuff. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, 
All right. Ready? So, yeah. All right. Let's get going. We're going to call Maria first. Maria, did you put a, pick a Latina because it's me? No. <laughs> There's no way I would ever I did do that? that. Did you oh racially screen? <laughs> I feel awful. Hello. Hi, Maria. It's Sim. Hi, Maria. It's Anna. Hi, Maria. It's Eva. Hello. Oh, she can you hear us? hear us? Yeah. Yes. Maria. Maria's here. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's Sim and Anna and Eva. That's Eva Longoria. <laughs> Hi, Maria. Hi. We're in Vancouver. Uh, where are you? I'm in LA. Oh, thanks for um, talking with us today. Yeah, Maria. Thank you for having me. Of course, Maria. You're in a messy situation with your boyfriend and, and his roommate. So what? tell us what's going on. Oh yeah. my gosh. So uh, his roommate, I know his name. His roommate's name is John, and I know him because he is my ex-boyfriend's best friend. Um. So I met him like six years ago when I was dating my ex-boyfriend, um, and then all of us moved out to Los Angeles separately at different times and John moved in with the boy who is now my boyfriend uh and about two months ago um after a party he pulled me aside and um confessed all of these feelings told me that he's he's had all these feelings and been in love with me since I was dating my ex-boyfriend and that he thought there would be a window of opportunity when I broke up with that ex, but he didn't want to act on anything. And then I started dating his roommate. And so now he feels uncomfortable with me around and feels uncomfortable being my ex-boyfriend's friend. And I at first was like, oh, he's just drunk, like spewing bullshit, whatever. Um, so I asked a friend to, who was a mutual friend of us to talk to him about it um and he said he didn't remember having the conversation but he's glad he told me all of those things because that's how he's feeling uh and so now it's been like almost two months and things were fine and then they just they started to get sort of uncomfortable and so i'm not totally sure if he's comfortable with me around and it's making me uncomfortable and i i haven't told my boyfriend any of this because i don't want to come in between them but I'm getting to a point where I don't know what else I can do about the situation. Maria, what's your boyfriend's name? His name is Evan. Evan. Okay. So Evan is your boyfriend and John is yeah. the roommate. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm yeah. sweating for you. I know this is a, this is a tough one, but it's also so relatable because so, I don't know, probably a, a lot of people have been in, very similar situation. Love triangles. Yeah, this know, is a everyone, cool quadrangle. Everyone, they yeah. don't they want Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. Jesse's oh, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, Maria, who? Uh, how long have you been with Evan? Um, we've been together almost a year. And you love him? I love him more than I've loved anyone else in my life. <laughs> it's like on the daily, we tell each other that we're just astounded by how much, uh, how much we love each other. So you're happy. Yeah, we're very happy. So does John, um, feel he, does John have a, like job wise, does John have a lesser sort of position than Evan? Or like, I'm just wondering about their competitiveness towards each other and relationship to you. 
Yeah, and it's John is one of those people who sort of floats through life and everyone wonders how they're still surviving because they just bounce mm. around so much. Um mm. Yeah, he like he's got goals, he's going to school, he's he's focusing on his life, but Mm-hmm. But maybe not really. So does yeah. what what like how close would you say? I know they're roommates, but are they are they really tight friends? Right, right. Yeah, you told me they were best friends, right? Yesterday on the Yeah, phone? they're yeah, they're best yeah, like when I started dating Evan, he told me he's like one night we like drank a handle of rum together and that's when we became best friends, like stepbrothers moment kind of thing so they're they like shared so part shit. of me is like maybe yeah so part, sorry i don't i don't want to cut you off part of you you were going to say something important oh, i think maybe john's threatened because now i'm also ta- not only does he have these feelings but i'm taking away his best friend in a lot of ways because he's now spending all his free time with me yeah i'm like a realist so i'm not like a i don't really I feel like it's not, it's a non-issue. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like who cares what John thinks? He seems fleety and, and unstable in life. I mean, I don't right. know this guy, but like who, but so here, who cares how he feels? But here's the, yeah. especially if she's happy with Evan, if you guys are happy and you feel like peas in a pod and you're like, Oh my God, it's my soulmate. Like moving on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, but, but here's the tricky thing is that, um, John could potentially have the power to, uh, like, needle into their relationship a bit. Um, I think, like, so so does Evan know anything about any of this? No, he just knows that we had a conversation that night. Um, But he doesn't know what it was about or that any of these feelings are happening. I have told him that I felt sort of uncomfortable recently, but he was like, oh, that's just John being moody. Like he does that sometimes. Uh, Has he been at like, like physically aggressive in any way? No, no. Um, The closest he came was when we had that conversation. He asked if he could kiss me, which I told him flat out no, because Evan was like 30 feet away. This is, that's a weird thing to do. It is. When your best friend is 30 feet away. For sure. I don't care how drunk you are. It's a weird thing. That's what I'm saying. It is. We got to cut the umbilical cord of John. (laughs) And like. It's like love actually when he comes with like the creepy creepy guy. (laughs) The guy from Walking Dead. Yeah. But this also (laughs) really could be like, um, you know, I, I think that this is one of those cases where. Um, it seems to me like there could be the case for a lot of drama or a minimal amount of drama. And it sort of depends on, on what course of action you want to take and, and sort of the severity of the situation. It sounds to me like John is a lonely, like slightly lost guy and he really wants you and he wants what Evan has in general and and I know that LA is a place of a lot of lost you know people trying Searching. to yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and so the one course of action could be to to sort of kind of kind of ignore it 
and I know maybe we'll, yeah. maybe some of our listeners won't always agree with me with this, but but um, but it could have been, you know, just some lonely nights that he's and he's just feeling like I, you know, I I wish I had you. I wish I had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I wish I had you know, whatever, a better job. I wish I had a better life. I wish right. I had a better girl. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the other course of action would be to, uh, you know, talk to your boyfriend in a more frank manner, um, and, and say, and, and kind of, and spell it out for him a little bit like you did for us. Cause the thing about coming between friendships is that, it opens yourself up to your own vulnerabilities in your relationship. And so it's good to be thoughtful about how you take course of action mm-hmm. in all of this. Well, see, that's why I think that she shouldn't say anything. I hear what you're saying. Like, hey, go to Evan. If you are if you and Evan are so strong and you're so like, oh, my God, I love you, love you too, then your relationship can take the truth of like, dude, honey, babe, um, John did this weird thing, like no big deal to me. I don't want it to come between you guys, but just, I just want you to know, and I want to be honest. I feel like that opens a can of worms. No, that's the worst thing you can do. Worst thing you can the do. Friendship is over. I know. I, I, no. And then there's the moving out. And then the, that's why I'm saying if Maria and Evan are in a good place, they should probably start thinking about what they're going to do in the future. You can't have a roommate forever. This always happens. Like when the girlfriend comes in and you have two guy roommates, like you, you, you have to start thinking like, I'm not going to say anything at all. And I'm going to make sure my relationship is as best as it can be in case one day John's like, I told her a year ago I loved her. And and Evan's like, that's stupid because what? But you bring up an interesting point, though. If if John says that a year later when yeah. Evan and Maria are in this great relationship because of whatever's happening in John's life after Maria ignored everything and nothing happened for a while and he brings it up another time, does that... Does that mean that Maria should say should something sooner? Because then, because then, what, what's going to end up happening is mm-hmm. is um, Evan is going to say, "Why didn't you tell me this sooner?" Well, you know? well, now here here's another angle too. Just to be clear, Maria, do you have any attraction at all to John? Mm-hmm. No, no, I've never had any attraction. I've always seen him as like a dopey big brother. Okay, but I bet that you're fun and, you know, I bet that like during some fun, crazy nights, like things get a little, I mean, I have, I, I've definitely been in that position, I think in the past where I'm like, how many people can I get to like me? (laughs) I mean, I, in the past, I'm living it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're on record. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, um, I think that if you really want this relationship, uh, with your boyfriend to, to continue on a healthy track, maybe, maybe just sit tight for a minute. That's what I think. Yes. And, uh, but, um, and, but, you know, but also recognize that, um, yeah, that, that maybe some of like Flirt, any flirtatious behavior is going to be taken um, as, at an extreme by people who want yeah. to absorb it at, at an extreme, you know. Can I can I offer something? Yes. Okay. So I think that Anna and Eva are completely 100% correct. Take a breath for a while. Don't do anything. See what happens. If he 
acts inappropriately again, then say something to him and shut it down and say, look, you can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm dating your cool. best friend. That's not that's cool. I love that's him. You need to stop yeah. this now. Yeah. Otherwise, I will tell him. Yeah. Then that, he will stop. Yeah. And if he doesn't, if it happens again, then you tell your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And I would focus on Evan. Like I would just focus on making my relationship the best that it can be because that's what makes you withstand any kind of blow from anything. Like, you know, any kind of turbulence you have in a relationship is based on how strong you guys are. So um, I would just also I think sometimes, you know, you said things have been weird in the apartment and things have been like weird. And, and I think sometimes that's us reading into it. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. go go about it and be like, hey, you want some popcorn? I made some popcorn. Here you go. Da, da, da. Like, right. keep it moving. Yeah, keep it exactly. moving. Yeah. What do you think, oh, Maria? Damn, I got to tell you, though, Maria, what a fucking awesome position to be in. <laughs> <laughs> it, so nice to be happening. wanted. And I just, I had this moment of like, wow, my life is a rom-com. Like, this is something that happens in movies. <laughs> Enjoy it. It doesn't happen often, but enjoy yeah. it while you have it. Yeah, but it's, don't abuse it. Don't abuse it. And remember, you know, yeah, honestly, yeah. he, he no. has feelings for you. So take that into account when you talk to him, if he brings it up again. Um, and they are best yeah, friends. I so think, just remember all of that. I think that's that's great advice. I'm going to hold tight. And then if something happens, I'll just go right to the source with it. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think if, if you, you're, you know, protect your relationship. And that means also sort of, you know, protecting that friendship. Um, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's really natural for guys to have crushes on their best friend's girl. Yeah. It is that it is like, it is natural. It's it's actually more common than people think. Mm -hmm. I don't think people vocalize it as much, but it happens a lot. I think a lot of men internalize it because when you spend a lot of time with someone, you know, and you grow, you just get attached. And if you're awesome, I mean, I'm awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) Exactly. When you're awesome, it's pretty (laughs) easy. Yeah. And they also get to see like the best sides of us when we're like gregarious and fun and like, woo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, so it's like, of course, like, you know, but, but, um, yeah, I, so I, I would say, you know, protect your relationship and, uh, and then, and, and maybe, you know, and gently shut him down. He, he may be a very yeah. lonely, you he'll know. move on. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to find some, once he finds someone else and he'll yeah. forget about yeah. all of this. He's going to be Maria who? Yeah. Yeah. But damn, what, <laughs> what fucking awesome problems to have i mean i'm sorry i don't mean to trivialize them but i'm speaking as a 40 year old woman with a child and i wish somebody's roommate would have confessed their love to me i love you anna thank you eva but it's not the same and you I fucking know. know it i know it's not i'm sorry maria thank you so much Thanks, maria yeah thank you thank, thank you for you. all I your i love help. you i love you thanks maria bye bye i love you guys bye bye dang isn't that the thing though like i don't know there's i don't know i'm always a, a practice a, i'm like a realist so i'm always like what are you done don't do that it's when somebody goes my arm hurts when i do this well stop fucking doing that like you know what i mean don't entertain that oh i'm shut it down I, back in the day man i was the worst yeah yeah I know. I'd be like, oh, come on. You like me? Oh, stop. You shouldn't like me. Nah. I'm amazing. <laughs> I do give good. Tell me why you like me. <laughs> oh, I'm not the perfect girlfriend, but I am. 
We have one more call. Okay. And we're going to call Adina. Adina is also oh, in name. Los Angeles it's- and she's 25. So Eva, what do you what well, like what advice could you give to our listeners that about previous relationships you've had? I mean, I know that's a broad question, but mhm. Um no. Um god, there's so many lessons I've learned in every relationship. Um you know, you take away so much from different people. Um But I just wish, I wish, you know, when I was younger, I wish I didn't spend energy on being jealous or I wish I didn't spend energy on this or that. Like you just in your 40s as I am and found Pepe um, and he was 48. Like it was just we were just two complete people. And now we just compliment each other. And it's hard to be that in your 20s. Yeah. You don't know who you are. How do you expect to fully know somebody else? Right. Yeah. And oh, I was God. so consumed with my own narcissism and jealousy that I mm. couldn't see straight. Yeah. No, but I feel like, yeah, there's so much wasted energy when you're young because you just need to know yourself. And some people are like, I'm 26. I know myself. You don't know yourself. Like, go out and learn, be worldly, travel, go and do everything. And that way you really do find yourself. And then when you meet somebody, you go, oh, this person can hang with me. Because I feel like, when you're in a relationship, you're trying to like, I'm, I know you best. I know my boyfriend best. And you're like, you don't even know you best. Were all your exes completely different from each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My friends made fun of me because I never had a type. Like I never had a type. It would be, I was like with a corporate America redheaded guy. And then I went to an NBA player and then I went to a musician. I always liked and, angry. You know, <laughs> you have consistently picked angry people <laughs> <laughs> until recently. You know what I've consistently picked is talent. That's but like smart. Talent is sexy to me. If like like I said, I was I was engaged to like a corporate guy, and I just he was a really brilliant corporate mind, and I was like, oh my god, I love his mind. And then you know a really talented musician, and then a really talented like I love talented people. Yeah, but they're also usually narcissists mm. and. That can be difficult, but I'm with you. I can't. I couldn't be with somebody that I didn't admire mm-hmm. on all levels, you mm-hmm. know. Except oh. I did like angry, I, angry unemployed, <laughs> angry and unemployed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of my ex husbands. <laughs> all right, we're gonna call Adina. Adina is 25, and she's also in Los Angeles. Hello, Adina. Hi, Adina. That's Anna. Hi. Oh, and guess Hi, who Anna. I'm here with? Hi, it's Eva. Eva Longoria. And she's amazing. Hi, Eva. Hi. <laughs> we're so excited to talk to you, and we're going to fix your life. <laughs> Excellent. So, I'm Adina. So <laughs> Adina, the subject line of your email to us really grabbed me. It says, my friend owes me $300, and she also might be pregnant. So tell us a story. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I thought that might grab your attention. Um, So it's a little long. I apologize in advance. Um, About two years ago, I met this girl through mutual friends, and we immediately hit it off because we were both pretty nerdy. We loved Harry Potter and Star Wars and all that fun stuff. Um, But she was still in school about three hours away, so I didn't see her very often. However, she moved down to L.A. 
in March of this year. And she's like, I want to see you right when I move in. I was like, okay, sure. So we got together and she was telling me how she didn't really like her apartment and she thought she was going to have a job when she came down here, but it didn't work out. So she was looking for jobs and specifically she was looking for a job that would be able to get her a work visa because she's not an American citizen and her visa is expiring in October. And I, you know, was trying to be the supportive friends being like, oh, you know, I'm sure you'll find something soon. Don't worry. It might not be your dream job, but at least it'll get you to stay here. And she's like, yeah, that or I can just find some guy to marry me. And I thought she was kidding. And then she's like, no, I'm 100% serious. Like, I would totally do that. And I was like, well, let's try to get you the job first. Um, and we left the conversation in pretty high hopes. She was like, yeah, I have a few job interviews this week. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, two days after that, she called me in hysterics saying that her car had been towed and she had a few job interviews to get to. And I was like, is there anything I can do to help? Again, you know, just trying to be supportive friend. And she's like, actually, would you mind loaning me $300 to get my car out of the tow yard? Um, I'm getting money from my parents on Friday and I will pay you back. I promise. And I was really unsure because I'd never lent a friend more than like, you know, money for dinner or whatever. And I just felt really bad. She'd been so down on her luck. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give you the money as long as you promise to get it back to me on Friday. And she said, yeah, 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 no problem. And then she goes to the job interview. She said they went really well. And no joke, like two hours later, sends me a text of her nearly totaled car. She hit a car getting onto the freeway and she, the caption was, well, I'm fucked. And I was like, oh God. And I was like, is there anything I can do? And she's like, actually, would you mind loaning me another $100 to help pay for car repairs? And I said, uh, I actually loaned you more than I was able to afford. But like, if you need me to pick you up or whatever, I can do that. And she's like, no, I'm Okay. So I decided not to bother her about the money for a little while. Um, and then she texted me saying she got a job and I was really excited. And I said, look, I know your money is going to be tight for a little while, but if we could figure out some kind of a payment plan just so I can start budgeting, I just, I don't want this to affect our friendship. And she said, no problem. How about I pay you a hundred dollars out of my next three paychecks? And I said, that's perfect. Um, a few weeks go by still haven't gotten any money. I actually ended up seeing her and we went out to dinner and the check comes and she's like, all right, let's just split this. And I was kind of annoyed <laughs> because she owed me all that money. I was like, really, you can't spot me like a $10 sandwich. Um, so then uh, we actually had planned on taking a road trip up to our college for an alumni event and it ended up not working out. She needed to leave a day later, but the night before I was supposed to leave, she texted me a picture of a positive pregnancy test. And oh I, I know. Sorry. And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. And I was like, uh, is, is this for real? And she's like, well, it's not April 1st. And I was like, um, okay, well, have you gone to the doctor yet? You know, thinking maybe it's a false positive. I don't know. Some of those tests aren't super accurate. And she's like, well, I've taken three tests and they've all been positive. I'm going to Planned Parenthood tomorrow. And she did not specify whether that was to, like, get things checked out, make sure everything is healthy, or to, like, get an abortion. And um, I was like, just let me know how it goes. And this was six weeks ago. 
I've not heard anything from her since. So I don't know if she is pregnant, if she ever was pregnant, if she like tried to trap a guy into marrying her on purpose. I don't know. Um, and it's been three months and I haven't gotten any of my money back. So I guess my reason for writing to you guys and wanting your advice is what should I do next? Oh, I'm afraid you might have to cut your losses. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Boom. That's it. Boom. Hang, we're hanging Easy. up now. You know, we're hanging you know, up now, but Adina. But you know what, Adina? <laughs> a hard lesson for me to learn um, was learning which friends of mine were um, were big liabilities. And as I, you know, like got older and, and became successful – um, which friends of mine continued to approach me with a lot of drama mm-hmm. and I had to let them go. And it didn't, it came with a lot of guilt, you know, on my end, I don't feel great about having to cut off friendships. Um, and there's, I'm not sure what the graceful way to do it is. If with a high drama friendship, there usually isn't a graceful way to do it. It usually like has to involve drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, but this seems like a friendship that uh, one way street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one way street. That's what I call them. I had the same problem whenever I started to become successful. There was a weeding out process, and I always had a friend who needed that money, needed that money, and I was like, or I'm not a was, fucking ATM. Or there was something crazy happening. No, always something crazy in their always life. Always something the, crazy. The car like, accident. Uh, oh my right. God, my house Or like, in. I'm getting abused. Yes. Or, I mean, not to say that that's a... That, but, that's legit, but, but, but still, but it, it was is, always something. But it was like, I'm suing... I, I was telling my sweet driver, Jason, <laughs> listen to me. Uh, uh. But um, <laughs> but no, but like, but like a, a dear friend of mine, all growing up, um, every time we would talk, it was always like every time. Every time we would talk, it'd be like I'm. She would tell me that she's suing somebody, or that, or that you know she was in abusive. And I'm not like not to say that I shouldn't, you know, have like, compassion for that. Of course, of course you do. But it was all. But or that. Um, you know, uh, she was getting kicked out, or that she couldn't make her rent, or but but truly, like every when. When when I talked to her every week, it was always something that was of high drama that I just didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with anymore. I wasn't equipped. That that was the thing is that I, if she had um, issues in her life that um, that were of that magnitude, I felt like I wasn't equipped to handle them. And or help her handle them, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? You got to do exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think um, this may be one of those scenarios where you, you, you may miss her a lot, but you're. I mean, listen. You're I don't prob- think you're she's ne- going to miss her. You're yeah. never going to get your money back. No. And I also um, the rule of thumb about loaning money to friends is I only loan money to friends knowing they will not pay me back. God, like I, if I That's a good rule actually. No, I don't expect yeah. it. I do not expect it. Like so if you're right. not willing if if you can't afford the three hundred dollars, you should not have lent exactly. it. Right. Because Do you know it, what I mean? Like I can't cycle of I resentment yeah. and no. um Mm-mm. and it but but it even if even if you do gift them money, it still ends up being blurry. Yeah. Blurry lines. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and But I, I've I've you know, I 
the joy of being in a successful position for me is helping people in need. Um, so for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm always like super generous with stuff like that, like, like school and student right. loans yeah. and bills and things like that. Cause I'm like, I want to make sure that I take care of my family, which is my closest friends or my family, but I wouldn't do that for anybody. And I, and, and, and I learned that lesson in life. Like I lent that, I yeah. lent that money to those people and they were horrible, horrible people. But Adina, how much, if, if you were to cut this person off and I, uh, by the way, I feel like I need to backtrack a little bit because what I was talking about, my friendship with, uh, with my, my friend from the past, I did not mean to imply that I didn't listen to any of her, her, her stories about abuse or whatever. But so please forgive me for any, like any implication on that. But, um, but cause that is a different avenue, but Adina, are, will you miss this friendship? And you know what I mean? If, if it like, do you, do you cherish her company? A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Honestly, like... I would be fine not being friends with her anymore. We weren't super close to begin with. And really my yeah. reason for giving her the money was like my feeling guilty for her and like feeling bad. Wanting yeah. You're like, Oh my God, the car accident, the pregnancy, the toe. It's right. like, like you said, it's always like, geez, this yeah. woman has a string right. of bad think- luck. And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. And after that I, I happens think, after, yeah. 16 years mm. you're sort of like how much how yeah yeah right Eva how like, much how, bad luck can you have in your life like yeah you're attracting this stuff to yourself <laughs> right right mm-hmm. right um it was so we can I ask you though this is a curiosity question why do you think she moved to LA besides potentially wanting to marry a rich dude <laughs> or become like, a was citizen it, um, <laughs> was it like an actress model situation or I mean and, and no. I say that without <laughs> judging yeah because no, no, i no, that totally. was me um 
<laughs> no, she just was really bored. She was living in a college town a year after she graduated. And she was like, I love L.A. I want to move to L.A. Who doesn't want to be I in L.A.? I think what she said to me was that she thought she was going to have a job when she moved out here, but then went to go to that office and they were like, oh, just kidding. We don't have a job for you. You know what I think? I doubt. Dude, she's I don't think she had liar, a job. Man. Yeah. I don't think she ever had a job. So, Adina, what what do you think? Like, uh, it, I, I think this person should be cut out of your life. But the question yep. is, how? What what is a good strategy to do that? She will text her again. Yeah, so of course. She will you come ghost back. her? You or ghost do you, her. You ghost you her, ghost right? It's so easy yeah. now. It's so easy now to <laughs> just be like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. Didn't get your text. Oh, hey. It's not like you're going to run into her on the street. I know. Right. Look at that. Money, 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 money. Um, I don't know. I think this is an easy yeah. bye. And especially she's disappeared. She's disappeared. Right. But she'll so, resurface. Right. She'll resurface. Yeah. But Adina can be like, I but look. Can, we, can we give Adina advice to say something like, I know this, like, but yeah, like how to, to closure, to te- closure. Yeah. To, to text saying like, Hey, uh, I don't know. Like I've been really busy. I'm sorry. I can't hang out. And then just don't say anything after that. Mm, you're saying something more closure, more concrete, like, Hey, potentially really. Why, why does she need that? I agree with you. Sim and I, all right. All right. Listen, I defer to you guys. <laughs> I think she, I don't know I what think, the fuck I'm talking I about. Think she ghosts Haven't her. I made that clear. And, or just like, Oh, Hey, I didn't get your text. Right. Whatever. Like, Make whatever. up some lame excuse. And then it'll just, she's going to move on to right. the next, uh, to the next culprit. You know what I mean? She's no, going to move on. I, yes, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you guys. I think that that is the best course, but I do think there is going to be a moment where there's going to be a confrontation. Yeah, well, there's going to be something dramatic, like I, you know, drama. Yes, I hear you. So, how then do we give Adina the advice to deal with that part? Like when that happens, I'm really sorry this is happening to you right now. I'm not in a position to help you. I'm really sorry. Best of luck. Yeah, that's great. That's you screwed me over. Fuck you. Don't say that. You know, internalize that. But yeah. (laughs) That tone, but not those words. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think those words, though. I mean, but, no. but the first portion of yeah, it. Yeah, the first portion, sure. Yeah, the, you know what? I'm not I'm not in a place to help you out, but good luck with that. Yeah. That's what it is. She'll get the message. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. By the way, but I think she this girl sounds like a user. She wants to marry a dude yeah. to stay. So I she's going to, if, oh, if no, Adina totally. is not yeah. going to... Be used. She's gonna be like, all right, you're no use to me. I think she's gonna move on on her own. Yeah, yeah. but I'm sorry, Adina, that um, your money may be lost. I know that sucks. I, that, it's it like trying to get it back will be of more cost than than what you loaned. Yeah. And I'm sorry about it. that. As- no, I agree. I just needed like an outsider's opinion. Um, so thank you guys so much. Thanks, I, I really Adina. Thank it. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I'm a I'm a huge fan of the podcast. So oh, I'm thank, you. thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so much. Uh, I'm so <laughs> flattered. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love you, Adina. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adina. Uh, look at what. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We have to take a picture. Wait, like, what I, I, I feel like people. What is that, Eva? I, it's my rain. What is okay. going on? I feel like I tell you the other, other way, day. 
What? Oh, sorry. Whoa, this is about you. Explain? Oh, it's about me. Yeah. yeah. Wait, can you explain what Eva did yeah, first? Yeah, I think people would want to know the whole, the whole <laughs> yeah. last call. This Eva is Amy, is... by the way. Amy, introduce yourself. Hi, guys. This is Amy. Hi. I just feel like people would want to know they that would the whole know that last yeah. call, Eva, Eva is, is furiously scribbling <laughs> line, row after row of dollar signs. That's amazing. That's incredible. <laughs> That's what the topic of this like call she, was. She has dribbled no fewer than, what, $100 signs? I think it's more than Probably more. Probably more. Okay, so the other day you were telling me about how <laughs> your one of your most favorite jobs was working at a temp agency, yeah, right? Yeah, and you loved making pie charts. Like you loved. Will you will you recount that story, please? <laughs> that, well, when I got the job, my boss, the boss was like, "Do you want to be commissioner salary?" And I didn't know what either meant. <laughs> And I was like, uh, what does wait, that wait, mean? Wait, you have to back it up. You you came to LA, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you went I, to a temp agency. I went agency. to a temp agency to get a temp job. And the, the CEO of the company saw me in the lobby. And he interviewed me. And he's like, why don't you work here at the temp agency? And I was like, oh, what do you do? And he's like, we do. We have jobs and people. And you match make them. Like, put them together. And I was like, oh, I can do that. That sounds easy. And then um, he's like, great. Do you want to be commission or base salary? And I was like, I don't don't know what that means and he's like well base salary means you only make this much but commission means you can make as much as you want so I was like I want to be commissioned not knowing you don't get paid yeah. until you perform so because my my money was based on my performance I would do my own charts of like tracking okay how much money I'm going to make this week because I did this much work therefore I'll get this much money so I would make all these charts and I'd give them to my boss just to double check like he was paying me right and he's like this is great and he would call like a staff meeting everybody needs to do charts like these and then everybody looked at me like oh eva eva she's hot she's like <laughs> fucking our shit up yeah no we have to fucking Dude. do charts and i'm like no i'm doing it because i want to get paid i'm not doing it because but anywho um i had that situation my best friend lucky's here she knows remember that that loaning situation with a friend and it was a lot it was it was always a drama thing after drama thing after drama thing. And I remember like, what was it? I remember the same thing like that whenever she went to dinner with this girl and she, and she did. She, anyway, it was like the friend that I loaned money to had a new purse, had a new car, had a new. Th- and I was like, um, remember that money? Hey, you- <laughs> maybe, maybe you should pay that back before you bought a new Mercedes. Yeah. But okay, um, (laughs) will you also tell us a little bit about why you love directing? Ah, because I love telling people what to do, and I'm really good at it. I I know you are. (laughs) No, I'm actually. You know, when you find that you're good at something, and when I started directing, I'm like, oh my god, I'm really good at this. I'm comfortable at it. I'm good at it. I studied it. It makes sense to me. Like, un- unlike some other things where, like, I could never sing because I'm like, I'm just not good at that. I'm not a good singer. Why would I don't ever have the desire to sing. But with directing, I just love the making of the sausage. Well, because working with you on set, it has, it's, it's been so fucking awesome. But I, and I love watching you work because I know that you know exactly what's going on. You're like, <laughs> there's a light. You know, like, know all the camera, you know, like, everything that's happening and and it's it's you need to direct 
All women need to at least take a stab at directing because we are natural multitaskers. The main job of a director is a problem solving. You answer 29,000 questions a day. Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want that? Like that's all you do is problem solve all day long. Women are naturally good at that. We're naturally multitaskers. So I just feel like every woman should take a stab at it. You may not like it, but you may go like, damn it, I am good oh, at this. Oh, I would love it. Are you kidding? I mean, I won't, I don't know if I'd be good at it, but. I would love telling people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, directing is a whole different muscle that I love using. For me to come in and stand on a mark and say my lines is like, I want to shoot myself. Like, I just feel like I'm not reaching my full potential in this moment. You know? But that's why I'm never going to win an Oscar. <laughs> but fuck it. Who the fuck cares about that fucking thing? I'm serious, though. Like, but I have no desire to. Like, I just want to yeah. I want to create. Like, yeah. I want to create. And so some people who are like, you know, the method actors and get into all this, like, uh, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. I'll never be that person. I want to have fun doing what I love. And at getting to act with you, it has been so much fun. Acting with you has been fun. Anna and I keep saying we wish we had more stuff to do, but that's for the next movie. Yeah. We're going to wait to figure out the next one. Yeah. I want to like quit this podcast and have you take over my job. <laughs> you guys are awesome together. Well, well, she beat me at the game, though. Let's do some Spanish lessons. I would love Ooh. to. Let's. How do you say your co-star's name? Eugenio Derbez. <laughs> Very good. Was e it good? Eugenio, say Europe. Oh, Europe. No, in Spanish. <laughs> it's the same as Eugenio. Europe. Europa. But they want to say it with the pout. <laughs> and Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my heritage, okay, Eva? You want some vodka? Yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Wait, wait. Yes? I do have one last question. Okay. Um, what has been the most favorite role you've played? I mean, besides directing, but acting. I know. Oh, acting. Um, I mean, I I would be a fool not to say Gabrielle Solis on Desperate Housewives because I had so much fun playing her. I mean, I, I was I was Gabrielle Solis for a decade of my life. So for me, it was. It was so much fun, and I miss her. There are like days that I'm like, I, really? miss, I miss her skin. Like and I what? Miss, I just like what miss, do you miss? Like I miss. She was so witty and and <laughs> mean. She would say say and do things I wish I could say and do. Like she was just a really sharp witted character, and I was like, oh, I wish I was more like her in real life. Um, I'm, I liked her. I played, but recently I just did this uh, series, this TV series for the BBC called Decline and Fall. So it was a period piece based on these novels. And so I got to play like um, uh, I know you a were woman telling me about this. Was Britain, this the one in Wales? In Wales. I shot it in Wales with Jack Whitehall. And it was so fun because never do I get offered period pieces because I'm like Latina and then it's only like, I don't unless either. you're English. No, no, no. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm like the goof. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're weird like contemporary people. <laughs> like It's like they, I'm never get offered the period piece. <laughs> and so when this came along, this was like a South American woman who lived in England. And so she and I was like, I'm so excited. I get to do British accent. I'm so excited. And then they're like, yeah, no, you're you're American. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I want to be a British accent um but i did get to do like a transatlantic accent and so that was fun because uh this character 
um, she was like a man eater, rich, independent woman in a time when that was not acceptable and she was unapologetic about it and so it was just a great role and it was a great cast and then I shot in Wales and it was for the BBC so it was just a whole like fish Did out you of wear water. corset? No, it was like the 30s, 1930s was like flappery kind of, you know, oh. like everything was loose. Everything. Ooh, sexy. But, yeah, no, not so much, not oh. so much. No, no. Yeah, it was like, when did women think Dark this boxy, this boxy dress was, was sexy? Like, oh, it was Eva. like, you know, um, I'm wanting to like make love to you, right? <laughs> Mixed with love to me, Anna. Mixed with love to me. Um, what's the favorite role you've done? Oh, I love it that you just hit the mic. <laughs> no, it was a bug. There's a bug. There was a bug. I thought she did that for like an effect. I did too. <laughs> mic drop, like a mic yeah, drop. Like a mic yeah. drop. What's your favorite role? Oh. Boom. Um, you know, I, I think I, I played um, this stoner um, girl in this movie, this indie called Smiley Face mm-hmm. that felt like it's 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 her journey, but it felt like this was a role written for a man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't believe that I got to play it. Mm-hmm. And I remember every day, because I had no love interest. My only love interest was weed. And <laughs> I, I just, Best co-star you've ever had. <laughs> I just, I could, I, I remember like asking the writer continuously, like, why, I can't believe that you wrote this for a woman, because this feels like this is something that, you know, you know, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, like all mm-hmm. our stereotypes, like whatever, like the, a dude would play. Mm. And instead, uh, it was it was a role that was given to me. And I am like it just eternally grateful for oh. that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was I didn't yeah. have to. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like not having to focus on a man. Yeah, I know. And it's so rare. In a character is. Um, yeah, it's it was eye opening for me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wish, you know, I know I know some actresses who have that role. Like, I want to, you know, my character to stand on its own with, without the man in the movie. And that's not common. So you're like, if that's your rule of thumb, you're going to be sitting around a while because it's very hard. Not right. that it shouldn't be that way, but like every... And it makes sense yeah, the that The girlfriend of, the wife of, the sister of, that like, why do right. we have to revolve around, yeah, the man? yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was um, that was one of those things where you know I'd wake up at you know four thirty and feel so excited mm. to get to chomp into like the dialogue of the day. Oh, and that was that was really. That You're was doing really pretty cool. amazing in this movie, though. Thanks. I hope everybody's gonna love it because it's so funny, and you in this role is. I'm so Thank excited. Thank you. So, have you seen anything? Not yet. No. Oh. They're, she's so good and like the kids and like the, the kids are great the, and you're amazing we have no, like, but like a this wonderful world like this is to touch something as as classic as overboard oh yeah. man it has Seriously. been terrifying to yeah. me and then to do just, that Anna's knocking it out of the park oh. so I love how everybody thinks you're playing Anna Ferris I mean um, Goldie Hawn and I you know. have to correct them and say you're playing mm. Kurt Russell I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, my friend sent me it. Uh, they were like, What do you play? And I said, Oh, I play um, Anna Ferris's best friend. I go, Who 
was basically, I guess, like Kurt Russell's best friend in the movie. So my friend sent this. He goes, so that's, yes. who, you're, that's who you're playing? <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob Pratt. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, this is Which my role. Got, that's your role. Oh this is my know, role. And Pratt is, you know, my husband. Can you describe? <laughs> oh, yes, yep, that's so right. You're, you're, this is, the picture. You're my this, husband, this Billy Bob This picture Pratt. is um, of Kurt Russell's best friend in Overboard, and he's holding a beer, and he's wearing a really dirty shirt. He's about 200 pounds, I would say. About 200 pounds. Sweet he's wearing a trucker Billy hat. Bob Pratt. And he has a beard. He's a five o'clock shadow and a mustache. That's me, guys. I will be having a and mustache. And his wife, in the movie. his name is Gertie, I think. <laughs> but, um, and she's the one who's, you know, he has to be like, I cheated on Gertie. Like, with what you. Oh, yeah. yes. I, I cheated on Gertie. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. In the movie, dear listeners, Eva is uh, helping me. Uh, I don't know. Don't give it away. Don't spoil it. All right, all right, all right. It's not a spoiler alert. It's the premise of the movie. The spoiler alert is 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 the role role reversal. Like that's what I think is so. I actually think it works better this way. (laughs) Who wouldn't want a man's house? Yeah. Well, and and in the original, it does feel a little bit like. Yeah, it feels a little dodgy. Yeah, (laughs) dodgy. The original of like. It yep, could be a yep, sex slave. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it feels better this way. <laughs> I love you, Anna Ferris. I love you too, Eva. Thank you so much for being here. Thank I'm you so, so much. Good night, dear listeners. Seeing you after morning. 10 years. Oh, my ten God. Years. Don't I look younger? You look exactly the same. You do. <laughs> you look Seriously. Good. You're good. fucking amazing in every way. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, good night. Good, night. good morning. <laughs>